for legged locomotion in general. I mean, it's going to be an entire industry. There's going to be millions and millions of robots in the world that are going to be operating around humans and in human environments and, and helping us and working with us. And, and I think that's just an inevitable future and, and really part of uh, a future that's better for everybody. Um, and there's going to be a hundred years of innovation, just like, you know, pick the automotive industry. When was the auto cycle invented and, you know, four cylinder engines and so on. And they're still innovating um, on vehicles and cars. And the same is going to be true of robots, of course. So we're in the very early days where I think we're just getting to the point where almost the next few years, um, robots are going to be robots with, with legs in particular that can go where people go are going to be possible and start to be useful. And that's just the beginning and it's going to accelerate from there. Uh, so the basic concepts, I think we understand well, like, uh, you know, our, our Atreus robot was able to walk and run and show the continuum of uh, speeds from uh, transitioning from walking to running. It was the first biped to reproduce human walking gait dynamics. So when the robot walks over a force plate and then a person walks over the force plate, you get the same measurements, uh, the same force, ground reaction forces, the same center of mass motion. Um, but that was, that was just a science demonstrator. You know, Atreus couldn't actually stand. It could only walk and run. Uh, you know, it was very unwieldy. It broke all the time. It couldn't steer. Um, but it captured kind of close enough to the core dynamics and the core physics of what is like a locomotion. Now, working up towards digit, now it's becoming a 24 degree of freedom robot that, you know, still captures some of those core dynamics, but is also able to stop, stand, and turn sideways and pick up a box and reach up high to the top of the shelf to um, pull a box down from up there and stack totes and, you know, open a door and, and things like that, which is not the same as just the dynamical behavior of legged locomotion. So it, the complexity continues to go up and up. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the refinement needs to keep getting better. So, you know, Atreus didn't have any perception, right? So there was really no way for Atreus to say go up or down stairs. It could handle a big obstacle. But now, of course, we need to integrate planning into that dynamical behavior, uh, which, is, which is not trivial because, you know, if you're planning and you want your feet to be in certain places, well, that contradicts where your balance and dynamics say your feet need to be. Need to be. So integrating that so that you're really planning through the dynamics of your system is kind of a new direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then a lot of little things like um, a robot's a little bit loud right now when it's walking around. And that's just because there's a lot of inertia in the lower feet. And so when they hit the ground, it's a bit of a loud impact. You can hear it because there's also hollow tubes and shells, you know, in the leg that, uh, but that's a, that's a problem in terms of perception and, how, and durability to the robot. So mm -hmm. one of our recent directions has been, you know, solving that problem. And it was a lot more nuanced and interesting than I thought. And we have some specific you know, patents uh, pending on how to do that and how to walk around in a way that you can still capture all the dynamics that you want, but it's no louder than a person walking around. Um, and using an electric motor that has a lot of inertia to it. So how do you handle it? How do you handle it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a good point. Mm 